In the year 2084, the world rebuilds after the horrors of the crash. A symbol of this brighter future is a glimmering new city called Cascade. As people rebuild cities, cybernetics help rebuild people, including a revolutionary new neural interface called Glass. To forget the troubles of the world, people flock to the number one fantasy MMO, Terror Surge. It is the most exciting and immersive experience available, but top players have started going missing. The Aeon Covenant sends a team of agents into Cascade and Terror Surge to investigate these disappearances. But what they learn will change the world forever. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of Polyhedra Presents Trinity Continuum Anima. I want to be inflated, uh, sedated. I forgot. I don't know what it is. Someday you'll get it. Someday. Someday. One day. Someday. Didn't, didn't not... you get it right on the last I episode? I think you got it right on the yeah. on our last That one, was but... probably an aberration of the Matrix that did that was... actually happen. Well, we use dramatic editing now. The cat walked by twice. The cat walked by twice. Well, welcome back, everyone. Uh, we're quickly we're going to go through introductions, and then we'll get on with the show. Scott. Hi, uh, my name's Scott Cuban. Pronouns he him. Uh, I am a co-host of the Polyhedron podcast. I also run a Simulacra Studios uh, um, actual play studio. Uh, you can find us on Twitch and YouTube at Simulacra TV. And I am playing Machno, the anarcho-socialist revolutionary. Ryan? Hi, I'm Ryan Josephsberg. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. And I am playing Hamish, a, uh, a spy for the Aeon Covenant. Uh, Dixie? Hi, I'm Dixie Cochran, pronouns she, her. I work at Onyx Path Publishing. I'm one of the in-house developers. I also wrote on Trinity Continuum Anima. And I am playing Poppy Zed, who is a streamer. Mm-hmm. And I am Matthew Malice, the producer and co-host for Polyhedron. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, and I play Guy Benitti, uh, basically an Aeon scientist here to research the mystery. And last but definitely not least, Eddie. Hi, my name is Eddie Webb. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, I am one of the in-house developers in Onyx Path, and also I am the developer for Trinity Continuum Anima. And uh, today I will be the story guide, taking it deeper into the mystery of this story. And Okay, so to recap what happened uh, the past three sessions, previously on I Want to Be Sedated, um, <laughs> the characters uh, were uh, all members of the Aeon Covenant. Um, they were reported to a man named Connor Malone, who is a member of Project Neptune, who mentioned- Who is definitely that, not a Sandy up in totally, any way, shape, or form. Totally not a Sandy up. <laughs> um, I actually <laughs> have a picture of him on my notes, exactly that. Yeah, no, I know. You were describing him, and I was like, so it's Omar Sai. It's <laughs> He's so handsome. He is very handsome. Um, uh, but um, uh, Omar I mean, Connor Malone, um, uh, mentioned that uh, he wants the group to look into the missing streamer uh, by the name of Hal Castro, who went missing in the city of Broken Promise. Uh, and he was actually a member of uh, a guild that two of the characters share, known as the Rangers of Honor. Uh, when they investigate uh, at Broken Promise, uh, they ran into some uh, griefing and they were trying to get a boat to go into the Sand Sea. Uh, and they were griefed by a guild known as the Shadows of Ending. Uh, but they left behind a note, uh, and they've discovered that um, the Hellcrash's real name was Jaden, uh, and claimed to have quote, unquote, taken Jaden. Um, so they uh, left that situation. Um, they were try tried to find out 
where El Castro actually disappeared from. Um, they went to go investigate. They found some footprints, uh, but there was some weirdness around that area. Uh, and so they decided to log out before howling over the distance came over and attacked them. Possible monsters attacked them. Uh, so um, they found out, uh, they did some investigation in the real world for uh, Jaden, the last name found it was Reed. Um, and they were you know, uh, finding out where they were running to. They got really paranoid and skittish. Um, and Machno had a contact named Red who had helped uh, Jaden hide and gave them an address. They went to the address. They knocked on the door and uh, Machno had just said, I'm here to help and I have kebabs. And that is where we stopped. <laughs> How can yeah, you say so- no to that? So I will I will ha- leave a pregnant pause for uh, for Jaden to respond to that uh, that frankly charming and just disarming phrase. I'm sure um, we'll absolutely take care of the problem. No problem. Uh, one thing I do want to mention uh, is that uh, uh, Poppy uh, had used her cyber eyes to see a uh, a, a heat form inside the uh, apartments, um, and it looked like he was pointing holding something in his hand and pointing it towards the door, which... Yeah. Hence why I had stepped to the side of the door. Stepped to the side, correct. <clears throat> um, and so uh, it's like, how do you plan to help? Look, Jaden, I'm going to be 100% honest with you here. We're, uh, we're working with the Aeon Covenant. Some people in there got uh, concerned with some of the stuff that they've seen happening in Terra Surge, what happened to you recently being part of it. And they set us on the uh, task of seeing what happened, helping you out wherever we can and finding out more about what's going on. Uh, I'm a friend of red. Uh, they said that they would be able to help, uh, help me track you down in, in order to facilitate that. My primary interest is making sure you're okay, doing whatever we need to help and, then moving on to the larger situation. Uh, so uh, the camera we're looking through um, kind of pulls away uh, from Machno um, and settles on the door. And there's a long shot of the door, silence for a moment. And then you can hear a boop, boop, and that door kind of clunk. And the door swings open. And as the door swings open, we see uh, the title sequence for chapter four, which is Ain't No Feeble Bastard. Uh, as soon as the credits fade away, uh, you see a person sitting on the other side. Um, they're wearing kind of a jean jacket with long, dark hair, uh, and um, they're holding a gun to their side, no longer pointing it at the door. Uh, and they're like, come in, don't talk in the hallway. Sure thing. These are my friends. Uh, they're also with the Aeon Covenant. Well, as we're walking in, I'll let them introduce uh, themselves. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Oh, uh- I'm uh, Hamish. How's, how's it going? Uh, I'm I'm Guy. I'm very interested to understand what uh, your situation is. Bobby dead. He kind of looks at you a little bit. It's like, do I know yeah. you? Yeah, it's me. Hi. You're you're that Poppy. Uh huh. I'll close wow. the door. Okay. Wow. Okay. I have, I have my, my, my helmet on still, if, if, if you recall, because I was trying to look, you know, right. incognito in the hallway. So I like flip up the visor. I'm like. <laughs> I think it was one of those like when you spoke, it was like, wait, I know that voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so you, uh, they said, no, I, I have a seat, I guess. Um, there are windows in here? There are windows in here. However, um, uh, the 
blinds are down and they're opaque blinds. Um, the apartment itself is real kind of minimal. There's a couch, there's no TV, there's a kitchen that looks like it's more covered in takeout than probably ever used for actual cooking. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a door uh, that leads further in, which is probably where a bedroom and a bathroom are. Uh, and there's like a throw rug in the floor. It looks like it's been there, probably came with the apartments. Uh, there's no pictures on the wall. There's no uh, personal effects. Uh, it looks like someone just moved in here and has been living here for two weeks or so. And it's not actually, either has lived here for a long time or just doesn't want to leave an impression. Uh, this because is an apartment, not a hotel room? Like a studio apartment, basically? No, it, it's an apartment. You're in an apartment okay, complex. It's a full apartment. Go uh, it's just the the uh, it, 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 it's so sterile it looks like a hotel room actually a hotel room would have slightly more flirts at least would have like fake you know yeah boring like art, art in the walls yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah got it while we're in there and we're trying to secure the place i will do a quick like scan around just like a nice little 360 to see if anyone's doing anything suspicious at a nearby room like oh. you know leaning against the wall holding something to it or right. sitting in a window across the street <laughs> um suspiciously which- which area, uh, what can you see? Just uh, infrared or is there anything else? Uh, I can see heat signatures. Heat signatures, okay. Yeah, just in, in, in general. Um, and I think there's something else. I, hang on. I got to remember what my cyber eyes do. Since uh, Hamish freaked himself out real bad with his botch uh, last go around, he's going <laughs> to stay standing and very much like leaning in the, like against the wall next to the door. Okay. Yeah, Machno will sit down and like very much get on Jaden's level. Uh and say like So, like I said, we want to help. What do you need? Um uh I'll get that roll in a second. Um sure. as a note though, uh, they're still holding the gun in their hands. Mm-hmm. Um but they're not pointing at anybody. He's kind of just sitting on the couch, but they're still holding the gun in their hand. Um uh, Hamish, as you're kind of uh, leaning against the wall, um, the, the angle you have, uh, you can kind of see where the windows are, uh, and you see that um, you kind of see like around the blinds a little bit, and you notice that the windows aren't. It, there's a, a layer of metal that's covering the windows. Uh, so, and this is probably not standard for the apartment. Mm-hmm. I have looked it up, and I mostly just get plus two to sense anything that could be sensed with heat vision. Okay. Um, as you're glancing around, uh, you just see like some vague heat signatures, like off in the distance, um, basically, uh, where the connecting walls would be for the apartments. Um, so probably other tenants, but they're not near enough that they're doing anything relating to your apartment. They're just kind of in their own spaces, doing their own thing. Okay, cool. Um, in the, uh, door next to the, uh, kitchen, you do see, uh, the heat signature, you remember um, you saw two heat signatures, one that looked like it was frozen and didn't mm-hmm. really move. Um, that's where you're seeing the second one, and it's actually, um, now that you're on this side, it's very narrow. Um, mm. So it's very likely, yeah, um, it could be something sophisticated like uh, a, a projection that projects uh, uh, energy that actually registers as heat, or it could just be literally a hot plate of metal that's been heated up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's certainly not a person. It is some kind of artificial thing. Okay. Do we see what that is, or is she only sees it? She only sees it with her cyber eyes. Got it. Understood. And if you walk through the door, you can look into it. I'm looking. I'm looking with my cyber eyes. She <laughs> cyber eyes. See. <laughs> um. Uh. But yes. Yeah, so, uh. But for Hamish, um. Just, just. Yeah. This is. 
really bearing out the you as a professional spy um this is paranoid for you so i like it right <laughs> you feel very safe here but also it's like this guy's good slash needs help oh, um, the trash bags over the windows <laughs> um so um jaden's you know uh, as Machno's kind of talking to jaden uh, jaden just starts fidgeting bouncing a leg uh, and they're like um, I don't know what you mean. I mean, you know, everything's, 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 everything's fine. Fine. I guess that is not on, the man. case. Um, now I, I, I know you don't know us and I, I, I don't appreciate right, I don't know you. you. What? Hey, right. I don't know you, but if we wanted to do you harm, we probably would have already done it. We, we just I, want to help. That, <laughs> both the old guys are like, Dude. That is not as reassuring as it sounds. No. <laughs> um, not a spy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let me continue to put the cards on the table. You know what? What triggered us? cards? Cards? Yeah, yeah. Show me, show me some ideas. Show me some, some proof that you guys work for Aeon. Oh. Hmm. We have cards. You guys do have actual, like, you know, your ID cards to get into Aeon, and they also work as kind of sort of badges. Sure. Yeah, I'll pull out the card. Pull, pull out the out. things and like. Um, and he picks each one and looks at it like really carefully. Um, Ugh, he knows my real name now. Oh. Uh, again, uh, um, Hamish, this is a, a trick you've used before mm-hmm. where um, you stare at something really closely. You have, even if you have no idea telling if it's fake or not, um, but you know the kinds of things to look for in a fake ID and they're not like taking it out of the sleeve and flipping it over or anything. They're just staring at it and comparing it to you as if that will somehow make it authentic. So you're <laughs> starting to edge out. towards paranoid amateur. Yeah, he's buying he he's just trying to think right now. Right. Looking so, for a strategy. And buying time, yeah. So what our uh what we got kicked off on ticked off on was the thing that happened to you in the the sand sea. Uh, you know, it looked like your avatar just disappeared in a really weird way. We checked that out a little bit. We found uh, those uh, uh, sh- not shadow of endings, griefing sons of bitches, uh, were poking yeah. around and giving us shit, uh, shit about it. Yeah, so the, the narrative AIs have already uh, introduced a, or quasi quest slash explanation. So just cover up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously something happened. So what happened? Yeah. Um, um, you're walking, he disappeared. It was real weird. So, yeah, um, my, my anima got bugged by the shadows of ending. Um, they didn't like what I was looking into, and so they did something, I don't know what, but, uh, it, it, it forced me to, basically, forced to add me to their guild so i couldn't log in unless i accepted the membership into their guild that's not okay well i mean they did taunt us and say they stole you by the way i don't we probably didn't mention this i'm cheap shot and this is and your entos right yeah and this is entos we're in your guild um by coincidence i assure you uh but okay okay Okay. They thought we were your guildmates looking for you, so they decided to fuck with us a little bit. Mm-hmm. So they kind of overplayed it a little bit. So that kind of that confirms what we already what we already heard. Did you 
do you believe this was a very much a targeted attack or was this an opportunity to um, mess with you? Did you also, why of... are you here? It's a game thing. Like we should really figure out like what, what, what happened between that and now? Because oh yeah. This place lot. is insane. Why are you? What, <laughs> what the hell, man? There's a whole lot happening what, here. Who the hell are the shadow of Back, back off. Back off. Clearly getting nervous. You're right. You're Guys. right. You're right. You're right. I'll shut up. They ask good questions, but obviously not in the man, not in that manner. You, you, we don't want to, you to feel pressured, or you know, like we're just trying to jump down your throat here. We you are trying to help. Hmm? I asked him if you wanted a kebab because you brought. Yeah, kebabs. I like. I, are you hungry? I mean, I got some kebabs. No, no I'm, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. Good, good, good. So, okay, you said you were, you were looking into something, and they didn't like what you were looking into. Yeah. What was that? They're they're uh, stopping people from from going into uh, the flow in game. Whoa. Uh, okay, so um, uh, I'll tell you what everyone knows if, as a casual player of the game, and then we can make rolls to see if you can learn anything more. Okay. Um, uh, the flow is kind of a, a space near uh, the Meridian Sea. It's basically a, a forest that's kind of cut off by rivers, deltas, waterfalls, and rapids. Um, and it's uh, a small, uh, it's a place where lots of small towns and camps of uh, all peoples can go there. So it's, uh, as opposed to like saying like a big city, um, like Broken Promise, um, you can actually go here, uh, get into a small camp. Uh, and it's also a way for um, interesting adventures to kind of happen in this area away from the larger mm -hmm. cities. Uh, beyond that, um, if you guys want to make uh, appropriate roles, um, okay. let me check. Do I know any more than that? It's like a major player. Um, uh, so let's let's make um, culture and intellect roles. Um, uh, Dixie, I'll let you add your fame dots. Okay. To this culture, you said culture. Okay. Yeah. Culture right, and intellect. I'm, yeah, I'm going to actually spend an inspiration because I have the ability called instant expert. Okay. That works. Two I don't have nothing. Because I have no culture. You're down to three momentum. Okay. I got four successes. Okay. Four total with my enhancement. Okay. Anybody else rolling or is it just you two? I'm going to roll. I just, I just got to... I, I rolled a two and a three, so I, I have two dice for this roll. So I <laughs> reasonably failed it. But that made that make sense for your characters. Since you oh yeah, yeah totally. It's legit. Almost four went the roll, uh, but yeah. I was like, yeah, what's two dice? Yep, yeah, no successes. Okay. Um. Uh, so only the people who are more hardcore players know about this. Um. Two other things that pop into your head. Um. One is that uh. This is where a lot of narrator generated stories start because uh you know this is where you know dark towers of evil cults happen where you know, armies of undead rise because it's so uh player character populated and also because it's relatively small um they can actually just steamroll a village of npcs and then like a, a, a week or so later more npcs will come in and settle and set up against and kind of naturally reset the scenario in a subtle way um so it's it's kind of a hot spot for uh, adventures to kick off 
Um, and one of them has been happening lately um, is that uh, in the latest expansion, uh, a new NPC uh, race known as the Jihad um, have been introduced. And this is one of the spaces where the Jihad have started spawning. Um, there's not much known about the Jihad, uh, except for the fact that they are kind of a race of rock people. So they don't even have faces. They're just kind of roughly humanoid rocks of different kinds and, and, and styles. Um, and uh, they occasionally show up and um, they're kind of a replacement for the Quell. The Quell used to be an NPC race of just long-term antagonists. They've since become player character peoples. Um, and so Jihad is starting to clearly fill that gameplay role but what's behind them what's the story what's the uh, metaphor form it's still really vague they just got they just start showing up uh since the news manager came out about a month or so ago do they speak do they have mail i mean like if, if they're on it, faces like how, uh, how there, there are people who have found them uh, having conversations um but it's much more kind of um words just uh, kind of you know like come out like there's no obvious mouth but they still speak there's noise that comes out mm -hmm. and you, you, people can hear the conversation uh, but it's also kind of psychic a little bit too so hmm. Hmm. they definitely communicate they don't seem to want to communicate much and most of their communication is in a form of hey let's murder people but they're the new ah, enemy race, the old so. form right mm. um it's Purest not form of communication entirely surprising that they're just right now murder rocks Murder rocks. Murder rocks. I love it. So you wanted to go into the flow. And, and shadows of ending are trying to stop people from going there. So you think that there was an entrance somewhere in the sand sea? No, I was in the sand sea to see if I could find some more information about maybe what was going on in the flow. Um, and that's when shadows of ending uh, bugged my anima. Okay. So back, back to some previous questions from, from there to here, what was, what's brought you to here? This is where I live. Okay. Well, like all this the is where time? you live now. I mean, the, the red got you this place, right? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah. Why? Look, Jayden, why? Cause I didn't want shadows of ending to find me. What, why were they going to find you in real life? What did you think they were going to do to you? I don't know. Why would they bug my anima? I don't they... know, but bugging someone's anima doesn't mean you're going to murder them. You all right, don't hold do that on, all the time as a prank. I, I, it, you said you were bugged. Let's start there. How were you bugged? Did they come to you? Did a piece of story happen? How? Or did so, it just happen? Um, they, I was walking along... And uh, they came in, and somehow my PvP flag got tripped, and uh, one of them stabbed me, and next thing I knew, I was booted out, and every time I tried to log back in, they told me I had to accept the join request from Shadows of Ending, and I couldn't get around that okay. option. Okay. No, and so when you, the first time you were stabbed, uh, I'm assuming that's the footage that we, we've seen, which is mm -hmm. you sort of glitching out and then having being forcefully logged off, correct? Well, no, he said he got stabbed. He got into a fight. Right. Right. Well, yeah, the spoiler tag came down. They, they did. Then they, then they attacked me. Ah, oh, okay. Thank you. That clarifies and a that, lot. That kicked them out. Okay. And so have they come at you in the real world? I mean, I assume they're going to. Why? Why would they do this otherwise? Have you never met a troll? 
I mean, I killed a few. No, like a, a, a person who's a troll. They just do stuff to fuck with you. It's how, it's like fun for them. That's the essence of a griefing guild. Um, what I'm wanting, like, oh, here's what I, here's a better way to ask. I mean, you obviously run in, I mean, we've all run into griefers and it, it pretty much stays in game for the most part. Do you have any reason to suspect why the Shadow of His Endings might have operations in the real world? Because that's what they're planning to do. And how do you know that? Because that's what I know. How do you know that? Who told you? Where did you hear it or read it or whatever? Uh, can I make an empathy roll? I was going to suggest, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, people who want to make empathy rolls can. People who want to make technology rolls about how the code might be working. I, I want to do code stuff because I'm starting... I'm, Depending on what I learn may determine certain actions I take next. I, I will say certainly as a kind of a core clue for everyone, um, there's definitely not adding up here in case that wasn't. Mm -hmm. obviously yeah. there. I think I have an idea, but yeah. Uh, so what's the uh, attribute for the empathy role? Um, uh, go ahead and make a compelling case for what you think. I mean, um, I would say probably composure or resolve. Same but I mean, that, that, that's, that's whatever you think makes for history of character. Um, you said, uh, and the coding stuff would be technology or enigmas? Um, either. Okay. I'm actually going to activate my skill trick because I'm okay. using enigmas. Cause... Are you spending momentum for skill trick? Yeah, no. Well, it, the first one. Oh, you used it once already in the scene. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. it's a new session. So I will start with Dixie and move our way up. So Dixie, what is your role and what would your that, what, what were you trying to do and what is your resulting role? I got three successes. I'm mostly trying to figure out what the hell's going on with him. So I was doing the empathy thing. Empathy? Okay. Um, because like I was the one talking to him at the time and he's not talking like a human at this point and that's confusing to me. So I'm just um, kind of like trying to be like, what the hell is up with this dude? So your empathy is is... Your your gut instinct is is bearing it well, and um, you're kind of comparing this to um, you've known some socially awkward people in your guild. That's that's completely yeah, not surprising. Yeah. Um, this is not that. Yeah. Um, that's kind of what I was getting. <laughs> um, but it's also if if this is mental illness, um, this is it's weird because everyone has glass and should be regulating for stuff like this. Mm. Um, so either uh, from an empathic standpoint, um. Uh, he is, they're sorry, they are mentally ill and uh, the glass is not working. Mm -hmm. um, they're not mentally ill and something's wrong with their glass. Uh, or they're just something about the booting out experience traumatized them. And it's, it's just, they're, they're still struggling to recover from that. But definitely something is not, something about the way they're perceiving things is not working out right. Mm -hmm. Okay, Ryan. I'm going to go with the straight is this guy bullshitting us role? So I rolled composure. Okay. Empathy. And I uh, just got one success. There's definitely, you're definitely getting a sense that um, from body language. Um, confusion is definitely there, uh, but also you've amped up your body language to cover for lying and you're seeing a bit of that here like you overplay your hand a bit more you pace around you act nervous you act wild to cover up tells that might indicate you're lying you think this might be happening here whether it's conscious or unconscious you don't know but you're starting to again you're, you're, that needle keeps bouncing back and forth it's like amateur now it's like well maybe a player but there, there's something that's just weird about that 
is it's simultaneously too naive and too slick of an operator. Scott, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I mean, he's going for empathy role, but the angle that he's going on is like, you know, he's definitely looking for trauma response, but a very specific type of trauma response, uh, like brainwashing, uh, you know, people who have been, you know, put through sort of MK ultra, uh, ultra shit, okay. uh, like kind of like ha, th- ha, looking for something having been done to this person. How many successes did you get? Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? I got three successes. Three successes. Okay. Um, Given your past experiences, you've seen people more in the reign of like cult-like brainwashing, mm-hmm. uh, long-term societal brainwashing. Um, and this doesn't appear to be that. This is more, for lack of a better term, brute force. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this person clearly is not acting the way they acted prior to a certain point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, but bluntly, people don't just pack up and move across town to a whole new place just to because they they got briefed in a game um even the strongest in-game response um that that's still dramatic mm-hmm. and the fact that they're have the way they're talking is um similar to what ryan was character was noticing hamish was noticing that um when they're talking about the events, it seems like they have a very clear sense of what that event is. But then you, when you guys take your questions outside of that, it gets real vague and contradictory. Mm-hmm. Okay. So some parts of this have been very rehearsed and some parts of this are, they're, they're struggling. And Matthew? I did enigmas. So that would be three successes as well. And what, what, what tactics specifically are you looking for? Um, basically, if from well you said use technology so i'm basically trying to suss out what what could have been done by the shadow of endings to affect this person so obviously affects it affected their anima but that means but their anima and everything is connected to their glass Mm -hmm. which means it had some repercussions in the physiological neurological standpoint also from a but potentially from a programming standpoint of something messed with his glass, which is messing with his physiology or psychology. Um, you see a three successes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so because you're thinking about this less as a, a technical problem and more as a puzzle. Um, there are two kind of sides to this. There's the technical side and the social side. Uh, the social side tells you that, um, you know, that, Membership in uh, guilds is, is is very opt-in. You have to choose to be a part of a guild. Yep. And uh, even the FSA has a certain amount of privacy laws. Uh, you cannot force someone into membership that violates a whole swath of, of FSA laws and also just global rights that came about uh, during the Nova, Nova Age. Mm. Um, so if the people that made Terra Surge allowed that bug to continue for more than like a day, uh, it should have been crushed into oblivion. There should have been patch notes. There should have been a statement. Yeah. Um, there should have been explicit PR spin control. Mm-hmm. Um, so either the company is hiding this or what Jaden experienced is not what Jaden thinks they experienced or Jaden's lying okay. from that perspective. Um, from the, the technical side, uh, griefers do much like you. Um, they, they 
they, they're very similar to you, except for you use your powers for good. You use exploration of, of bugs and quirks in the code. And it's kind of a whole, here's a neat thing. And um, you can kind of document that stuff and show people. It's like, hey, I found if you hit the 15th brick in this building 15 times, then you know, it turns blue kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but usually, even when you find those and document those, um, they, pretty, they get uh, covered pretty quickly. And 98% of them are... NPCs or narrators. Right. If a player character, player character can take advantage of bugs, they cannot create bugs. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only people who can change the code are p- employees of Eclipse or of Expanse Interactive or <laughs> their subcontractors, Eclipse Space. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. A- only Adam Jury can change. Only so, Adam Jury can change the matrix. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, either Shadows of Ending are devs or dev adjacent people who have access to the source code, or again, something's not adding up. So, right. given those two sides, either this is a corporate cover up or this is wrong. Yeah, there, there's, there's something. There, there. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Eddie, I'd like to activate a gift. Okay. Uh, it's called But Before I Die. And I'm going to make him monologue at me for however long you think an, a, a, a round would be in this uh, in this context. And I'm going to trigger him by saying, kid, this doesn't add up. What are you hiding? And now he has to monologue at me. <laughs> Unless he's a source user, then he can resist. Um, he is not. Uh, but um, let, me, let me just look at the rules for that. Unless it's um, specifically something that has to happen in like a combat or. Uh, yeah, so I'm still checking. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, because yeah, I want to make sure. That, I, I feel like that's going to be combat specific, but um, which gift is that? Is that a? It's a manipulation gift. Manipulation gift. Okay. Yeah. I have the text of it. Actually, yeah, just tell me what the text is. That'd be great. Uh, your character provokes someone to a monologue about their plans or anything really, buying time. They spend their next action monologuing instead of doing anything else, and that's all it says. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, so spend inspiration. Yep. Um, and they're like, but, but but I don't I don't know I don't know what you, what you mean. I, I told you everything. I told you that it's it's a shadows venting. Shadows venting are trying to stop people from from going into the flow, and and that and that's you know why they're trying to stop me, and that's why they're coming after me. And I don't understand that. That's what you people would would understand. And that's you said you're trying to help, but now you're just accusing me of lying. And um. They keep on that venue for a while, um, but the one thing you notice immediately is um, they said almost word for word what you asked them last time in the first part, and then it just becomes kind of spluttering for the, like the next 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So they have a story, and they cannot deviate from that story, um, which is making you think, this is not, I've been coached. Because you, you, you definitely know, okay, here are my talking points and I, how I spin and tweak around those to build a story. This is not, this is just, they've been given a speech and they've memorized a speech and that is it. Um, uh, I, uh, I would like to record this spiel, like okay. activate my glass, record it. Um, and like, I'm let, let, let them finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, like, and I'm gonna try and like calm them down a bit. Like, okay. That was a little offsides of Hamish to 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 grow you like that. You understand? Right. It's fine. Right. I'm sorry. I lean back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but ride me ride with me for a for a little bit. 
and I'm going to I'm going to like bring up my like my my device and like bring up the um the recording of what they just said. Okay. I'm like I want you to step take a step back from yourself and watch this and ask and ask yourself does this sound right? And I'll press play. Okay. They start watching uh, the the like have a small tablet and you just put the play video mm-hmm. on it, beam it from your glass. Um, and they're watching it. Um, and uh, three of you are watching their face, and the face just looks kind of almost slack, like uh, uh, not quite asleep, but certainly just no emotional reaction to this in a serving way. Um, Hamish, because Hamish is always expecting trouble, is paying attention to the gun. Um, and their hand on the gun is getting really tight. Turn it off. Turn it off. And then all of a sudden, animation comes back to their face. Uh-oh. You, yeah, over our private mm-hmm. channel, I, I just bang out. He was going to blow his brains out if you didn't stop. Um, they pull the gun back up and it's like, you got, you, you, you all need to go. You all need to go. Um, no, you know, I, I understand. Uh, I understand. Uh, I'm going to activate an edge, uh, calming mean. Okay. And it increases the attitude of the scene by, to one positive scale. Like Jade. Okay. Um, do you have the text of that? Uh, yeah, I'll, it's in, uh, it's in distant worlds. I will just read it off. Oh, okay. No, I was gonna say it. it's not a core book. It's uh, not. I uh, I have a question after he is done. Well, go ahead. Well, he's uh, it says when question. caught up in the midst of a tense, heated situation, the character knows just what to say in order to cool tempers and soothe bruised egos. Once we're seen, uh, she may shift the attitude of a social encounter by one in a positive direction. Okay. Um. Then we'll definitely say that that the, the the tension in the room visibly kind of calms down. But uh, before we talk that out, sure. Matthew, what do you want? My question is, and this is going to be very hard, is it possible to force someone to go unconscious through their glass by basically through through a script or programming or something? Basically, tell it tell his glass to go to sleep. You do that. I mean, like the the programmers could. I'm not saying that we could, but uh, right, yeah. It's like if you had could. like uh, um, a, a, a medical office and about three hours of coding time and <laughs> them strapped to a table, maybe, maybe. Yeah. So or this is something the I can just, just do. Chose to do it. Yeah. Um, so if you want to alter a glass directly, um, basically, there, it's not like some type of things where there's a port or anything. Yeah. Um, instead, there's a, 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 a nanite needle. Actually, there's a needle that gets built out of nanites that you then inject into various parts of their body, and then the, the, the needles really melt and then go through and then reprogram So I couldn't send them like a – since we're so physically close, I couldn't just send them via the interfa- digital interface for basically the internet directly to them. To you say, can send messages. Yeah. But you couldn't send a command. But yeah, you, you can't you can't force the glass to do anything because that's uh, one of the one of the advantages of, of cyber privacy laws is that um, yeah, uh, ostensibly you cannot so everyone has to opt into anything the glass changes the person. Mm-hmm. Um, so to do override that, you have to have direct access, but you can send information uh, in a close band speed, um, especially because your glass is jailbroken. I'm assuming you probably have some like nuisance pop-up kind of thing that you could send if you wanted to mm. okay 
noted. I'll, I'll let you know if I decide to do anything. I just wanted to get some context of what I could and couldn't do in this instance. Okay. Yeah, so, like, uh, so what is Machno saying to Colin things now? Yeah, Jane's like, Jane, something is clearly wrong. You are not acting in a healthy manner. And we honestly are just here to help you. We, what I'd like to do, my friends and I would like to take you into the AM facility, get you checked out. How long has it been since you've been to the doctor? I don't, I don't know. Probably since they got my glass. The AM Covenant, best medical facilities in the world. We want to help. But I think if you hole up here any longer, I think something really bad is going to happen. And that would break my heart. We have been with you for about five, 10 minutes now, and all of us are picking up that there's something very bad has happened to you. And if it's happening to you, it's happening to other people. And we need to put a stop to it. We need to find out what it is and put a stop to it. And right now, you're the best chance that any of us have to figure this out and fix it. Please come with us. I take a deep breath. Let the breath out. There you go. Okay. All right. Can you give me the gun? They hand you the gun. I take it, it is way too light. <laughs> is it even loaded? Um, is it loaded? It's, it's not even a gun. It's a 3D printed model. <laughs> Cheeky, I like it. This, the, what, do you, the, this? What, what do you mean? What? It's a good model. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, good. It's, good model. I like um, it. Uh, 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 yeah, the guy who sold it to me told me it was a really good gun. Yep, it's a very. You shouldn't good trust gun. that guy. Mock no. Uh, we don't want to break. Like once again on 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 the mm -hmm. private chat. Like mm -hmm. quit messing with his version of reality. I don't think he can handle it. Um, there is right. then well, a, a, also like I think someone just scanned him. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, but he thinks. It's no, I, I, I'm, I'm, sh I'm shutting up. I'm shutting up. On, on the on the chat now that if you guys bicker for a second, he's like possible exploit or conditioning involved. Uh, I, we we picked up on that. No, no, we will. He he's confirming. Yeah. Um. um I'm. Um, Hamish, can you get in touch with Colin? We need. Yeah. I think we need a, a more than just a, a yep. ride share. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, so uh, we're no safer than. I'll just. We'll, we'll just call him here. Yeah. Um, so I'll just. I'll ring him. I know it's been like not terribly long, but I'll ring him. It's so, been a few hours. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Bonjour. We have Hel Castro with us, and we need to bring him in, but he's. Rightfully Them. freaked out. And they. Sorry. Uh, they. Sorry. Okay. Uh, very well. Um, what, what seems to be the problem with him? Them. We're not 100% sure. Um, I'll go try to go subsonic on this part. It's like, okay. we think there's some conditioning involved that they underwent as part of their little disappearance. And we need real doctors, not, you know, spooks. I see. Um, the brain's all weird. 
Their brain's yeah. all weird, boss. Uh, bring them in. Um, I will... Uh, uh, one of the local physicians uh, owes me a favor. Um, they've been actually looking into some of the glass technology, so perhaps we can explore that avenue. Um, do you need me to send a private car, or can you to bring them in by yourselves? Uh, we would prefer a private car with someone watching, because he's relatively convinced someone's going to harm him, and... I'm not unconvinced that someone is trying to harm him. Do you have any suspects on who might be trying to harm him? Uh, well, they're the members of the Shadow of Endings Guild. They apparently pulled some some very weird trickery in, inside Terra Surge that led to this, and now he's utterly and completely convinced, or they are con utterly and completely convinced that uh, Shadow of Endings is out to get them. <laughs> Okay. Um, sounds like we should probably uh, get back together and have a discussion. Uh, so um, I'll have a card there in about uh, 10 minutes. Um, and I'll also have um, a couple of uh, security personnel come along with it. Thanks. Um, I hang out. Jaden, um, this is probably going to be some time, a little bit of time, before we're able to leave. Um, I'd like to uh, go over your vitals and um, there may be some issues to make sure that there is not some sort of tracking software or anything involving you, uh, but I would need your permission to access uh, and communicate with you and your glass, if you would allow me. Uh no, why, why would I let someone barely know into my brain? I... That's fine. This is why I'm asking. Um, this way we can get some of the preliminary understandings done, but I understand and I respect your wishes. Well, we have a doctor ready to talk to them, so. Did he say which one? No. Uh, just one that was uh, Colin's been working with. Hmm. Class expert. I'm sure you can collaborate when uh, when we get them there. Uh, that's my all right, Gene. This is he, he looks a little flustered when you say that. Collaborate, yeah, Jaden. This has been really stressful. Like I said, we're gonna help out, we're gonna get you checked out, and we're definitely gonna protect you from these people. Mm -hmm. Okay, have a kebab, man. It's been stressful. Um, they pick up one of the kebabs and Kind of just pick at it. I'll take I'll take a kebab. I'm starving. Yeah, sure. Kebab, kebab, kebab. Yep. Um, yep, yep, Jaden, yep. there's anything you need to bring with us when we leave? Anything we should gather up? No, I don't. I don't have anything here. I need. Okay, I'm gonna just like look around, like because we've only been in this room. I'm just gonna kind of peek my head into like the bedroom or the see kitchen. what the hot thing is. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, so you um, go through uh, the door by the kitchen, um, and it's uh, a short hallway um, that um, basically you walk. There's a door on the left, which you open up, and it's a very tough, small bathroom. And then at the end of the hallway is just uh, a bedroom. Uh, the bedroom is just a, a slab foam mattress. Uh, there's another window that's uh, covered in uh, a metal sheet. It looks like you can tell the metal sheet because you know, the blind is up. Um, the metal sheet is retractable. Um, you, you, those are just buttons you could push to you know, green one up, red one down. 
Uh, on the right side, uh, there is a big sign that says um, hot, do not touch on the wall. Um, and there is a button next to it that's been pressed down and is red. Uh, so you're deducing that if you slap the button, the heat signature inside the wall actually activates and makes it seem like there's another person in the room. Hmm. But also it is a little warm in here. Is that That's obviously not standard equipment. No, this is this is a safe house. Got it. Okay, it's actually built to be a safe house. Right. Yeah, so people like me can't mm-hmm. tell what's going on in there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so um, ten minutes go by, um, and uh, you get a, a notification all of your glass. You know, mm-hmm. your, your right is here. Uh, and you go downstairs, um, and there's a, a black hover car. Uh, it's longer than usual. Um, windows are a little tinted. Uh, and you see a small, discreet uh, Aeon logo uh, on, one, on one of the doors. Um, so you go inside, you put uh, Jaden inside. Um, and and uh, Poppy, as you're kind of relaxing, uh, thinking about your next steps, um, you go check your messages. It's been like an hour as you check social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, you have 15 messages from one of your mods that start with, when were you going to tell me? And end with, I'm going to quit if you don't answer. <laughs> What's, what's in the middle of all that? Um, call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. Why don't you tell me? The news is going everywhere. Um, you should have told me so I could have prepared an announcements. I got to message them back and say, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> um, and they get into a, a live chat with you. Not like voice, but like, you know, live chat, like text chat, not, not asynchronous. Yeah. Um, and they're like, uh, uh, the announcement has been out for 30 minutes. Why didn't what you tell me? What announcement? What are you talking about? Your stream is being sponsored by no. Immersion Entertainment? Sure isn't. They offered. They just, I never signed anything. Um, a, a file appears in the chat, and it's a press release. Signed by Ruby Stedman saying that um, your stream is now being sponsored by Immersion Entertainment. Nope. Didn't agree and to we'll, that. Cut it there. Oh, shit. Oh, no. All right. Find out what happens to Poppy's sponsorship in the next episode. All Talk right, to you about Shadow Legends. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Shadow Legends. Okay. All right. See everyone in episode Bye. five. Bye. Bye.